sci-fi thoughts series on how sci-fi thoughts converted to solar energy in this series i'll share with you the history behind solar and some of the economics and we'll get into smart consumer details about solar photovoltaic systems and then finally in this series because we've been operating with uh, renewable solar power for over a year I will share with you the economics of how it's been for Sci-Fi Thoughts about the cost of the solar panels versus the, the value that they bring. We know that the sun's going to come and go. You know, it's going to turn night or clouds will come over and cover your panels or cover the sun so your panels get less sun or you'll have tree branches and shading will be produced on your location. So that means the power will go whoop, 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 whoop. Maybe it'll be up here for a while, then it'll suddenly drop and then it'll come up. So the, the power will fluctuate. If you get solar only without a battery, what will happen to fill up those fluctuations is it will draw from the grid when it drops down. So if your solar panel is producing power at this level and then there's a drop, it will then pull from the grid some power. A lot of us people who are trying to stay more grid independent don't like that scenario because when the power is like way up here more than I even need why not store it in a battery so when it drops down here I can I can use my own solar power that I produce locally on my home rather than pull from the grid so to do that energy storage devices such as a battery are used there's other ways too but battery is the most common for home use at least this way when the sun is shaded or or it's night the home can continue to operate without drawing power from the public electric grid i mean come on folks the goal here you got a couple of goals you can say well i want solar power for when the sun's out because frankly that's when it's most expensive because everyone else is out in the day and at night things tend to wind down and power is less expensive and so you can avoid you have a cost avoidance strategy where you're using your own homemade power when the price to use the public grid is at its peak. And then there's people that's like, no, I want I want as much as possible off the grid. The grid's there for emergency backup when my solar is down and my battery's down. Then I'll use the grid. That's also can be accommodated too, but you have to buy a battery. Batteries are a bit expensive, but they add to the cost of your solar power system. All right, other benefits of solar that people frequently don't think of. Most of energy generation is done far away from where it's used. What that means is you have to transmit it from, from this location along a lot, a lot wires over to this location. And every mile of that is actually there's an energy loss. But in general, that works out to be 5 or 6% of the amount of energy that's generated is lost by the time it reaches your house. Now the power plant itself, nuclear, coal, natural gas, petroleum, actually loses 65% of the energy before it even makes it onto the 
power line. This goes up through the stack, uh, some of the heat, or maybe it's just not burning efficiently. So anyways, 65% of the energy is lost even before it makes it onto the grid. You add five more percent. What that means is you're only getting 30% of the power by the time it gets to your house that the society had paid for. So they paid for 100% of the power, you know, the coal or whatever the, the, the fuel source is, but only 30 percent makes it to your house after energy transmission and after conversion from the material, whatever it is, into electricity. So generating your own power on site where you need it is great because you don't have to transmit it. You don't have miles of distance. If you have panels on your roof, it just use it right there on your location. If you overproduce, you can you put it back, your, your system will automatically sell it to the grid, basically, and you will get a money back from the power company or your meter will run backwards. One of those two arrangements are the most common. Now let's talk more about the economics. So in 2021, for the first time ever, solar and wind power accounted for 10% of the power generation worldwide. So if you look at older sites, you're going to see like solar and wind, the the renewables are like really tiny, tiny slice. Now we're up to 10%, which just means that there's huge increases happening year over year. And with that momentum, it will keep going and soon we'll we'll be up to 20, 40% within the next, I'm going to speculate, 10 years. Okay, because it's going up every year. Solar increased at a rate of 14% on 2021 alone. So that year it increased 14% and you add solar with wind together worldwide, it it accounted for 10% of power generation. In 2016, the price per kilowatt hour of energy produced by solar, it became less expensive than coal, meaning it's actually cheaper to produce energy, electricity with solar than it is with coal. That's the bottom line on that. And how that happened? Well, because, wow, everybody goes, oh, it's really expensive. It's really expensive. Well, from 2009 to 2019, the cost of solar dropped by 89%. Yay, manufacturing efficiencies. Speaking as a consumer, once your photovoltaic system is paid for, your electricity is free. So you have warranties for 20 to 25 years to in case something gets broken, and then after it's paid for most of the mortgages for solar to put solar on your roof run about 20 years hopefully your payouts faster than that they have a long mortgage to kind of keep the price really low so it's easy to enter but when it's paid for you got you're making money for sure you're not paying for your your solar system and you're not paying for your energy bill or maybe you're paying a small amount for your energy bill Anyways, you, you're going to have a, a great return on your investment because it's safe to assume in the future, most everything in your house is going to be running on electricity. Are you interested in science fiction? with a Hawaiian twist. Nafi is a retired pro surfer who works security at a pineapple plant. He falls for a girl who uses him to break security so she can investigate a conspiracy 
to destroy Hawaii's pineapple crop. Unfortunately, she gets caught, Nafi gets in trouble, and the epidemiologist who's behind the pineapple virus is out to kill them. Honolulu Hadi is a cyberpunk action-adventure novelette set in post-global warming Hawaii. To get this novelette, go to Amazon and search for Lancer Honolulu Hati. Check out the goodies in the show notes. You will find links to information that we've talked about in the show and videos and other cool stuff that's there for your easy tapping in your mobile device. And let's say you're interested in solar power systems. We have affiliate links in our show notes too. So you'd be helping us out if you decide to use those links when you research things like the the Tesla solar roof or Tesla solar panels or the other affiliates we've got there as well. What are show notes? Those are information that immediately moved into your podcast player when you downloaded this podcast. But hey, if you downloaded this podcast from a website, go back to the website where you pulled the MP3 and there you will see the show notes. Next episode, more about the Sci-Fi Thoughts conversion to solar. So the number of years to that payoff, to when your system is paid off, is an important measurement when deciding to go or no go to solar. If you're going to move in four years... You know, if you're, if you're a renter or if you're a homeowner, but you move a lot, you're going to need to take into account transferring the mortgage of your system to a new owner. 